Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Podcast Town. We are back for another episode, and I am the host of Podcast Town. My name is Chris, and there's another host of Podcast Town, a co-host, if you will, and he is also here, and I would like to introduce you to him right now. Uh, It's Rob. It's Rob. Not to be confused with it's Pat. No, not to be confused at all with that. And you have been confused for... I've been confused a lot of time for It's Pat. It's mostly because gotten a little portly in coronavirus. I wear Mm -hmm. a blue striped shirt tucked into slacks. It's muffin topped. I do have uh, that kind of curly hair and I... um, Yeah, I mean, I have been meaning to talk to you about that. You're dressing in, in almost like in a pet costume, though. It seems intentional to me. Like when I see people go, hey, you kind of look like it's pet. It's, you seem to be taking it as a compliment because that's what you're going for in some sense. Am I wrong about that? No, you're not wrong. That is the look that I'm going for. Listen, I'm trying to be a little bit different. And also, I have to say all of the fame that's come to us from this podcast, especially I can't go out in public anymore. Never mind coronavirus. Never mind not being really able to go in public because of coronavirus. But right. Going in public right now as me is difficult because I get noticed all the time. So I'm incognito as it's Pat, which people also recognize but yeah. don't want to talk to. I would say people recognize Pat more or just the like you stand out when you're wearing that, basically. Whereas when you're dressed like you, you could blend in. Uh, but you seem to be calling yourself calling attention to yourself that way. But listen, I get it. When I go out, I disguise myself as Mango. The Chris Kattan character? Moving on. We have to play a podcast, Rob. You know we do, because we always do. And today we've got a pretty interesting podcast, I think. I think so too, but I honestly, I haven't listened to it. Oh, we we read the title and the synopsis. Yeah, so this podcast that we're going to play today is fascinating. It's called Game Show Disasters. Mm. Everybody loves game shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, And some people love disasters. I mean, that's why people watch like... um, what are those game shows where people try to like it's it's like American Ninja Warrior, but with like fat people and they fall all over the place? That's a game show and it's a disaster. Right. I think you're thinking wipe of Wipeout. Out. I think yes. I'm thinking of Wipeout. Yeah. Um, it, but this is not that show, right? This is actually a show that is a guy uh, by the name of Pat McClure who interviews uh, old game show hosts of, of uh, yesterday and talks to them about some of the most disastrous moments on those game shows and some game shows that were flops, you know, in and of themselves. Like in Wipeout. Uh, kind of, yes. When someone flops onto the water or something. Out of those like big stupid red balls, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what this episode's about. We should check it out. And, uh, I mean, of course, it's great. You should listen to it. We're playing it because you should listen to it. But we don't have any vested interest in this, nor do we have any involvement whatsoever. So uh, without further ado, let's just get to it, Rob. This is Game Show Disasters, the podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Game Show Disasters. I'm your host, Pat McClure, back for another week, bringing you the best in classic game shows and the bloopers and disasters that happen within on our last episode, if you tuned in, you might remember we talked about that famous time that Bob Barker's belt 
broke live uh, while recording an episode and his pants fell straight down around his ankles. He was wearing no underwear and we found out that it uh, turned out Bob Barker was unclipped. So uh, practice what you preach there, Bob. If you're going to tell us to spade and neuter our pets, you might as well go and spade and neuter yourself. All right, well, we've got a very special episode for you today. We're going to get right to it. We don't have a lot of time. This is an 18-minute podcast, and uh, we do want to get to uh, our episode for today, and we are getting pretty far down on the blooper reel. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about a wonderful show uh, called Web Surf Bingo, back from uh, 1999, back in the 20th century. What a great century for game shows. It was before uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and before it was ruined by Meredith Vieira. Anyway, uh, I have with me today the host of that storage game show, uh, Bert Nuts. Bert Nuts, hello. Hello, Pet. Bert Nuts here. Bert's great to have you on. I've known you for a number of years. Uh, we've been trying to get you on for a long time because your show, I have to say, while may not be very well known, uh, kind of tops the charts when it comes to uh, to gaffes. Oh, I don't know about that, but I do want to say thanks for having me, Pat. And, uh, you know, uh, people may not know this, but I see you quite often out on the links. And, uh, you know, this guy's handicap, I don't want to say too much, but let's just say he's uh, shooting a little bit over par. All right. That's not very fair there, Bert. I have to say I am handicapped. I do play golf in the Special Olympics and I don't have a handicap in golf. So go yourself. Sorry, I brought it up. All right. As, as all the fans know, I was injured on a game show. I was injured on uh, American Ninja Warrior. Uh, I did as I was uh, trying to leap uh, and grab a grab a letter. I did fall straight down and severed my spine. Uh, but that's okay. I'm battling back. Quite anyway, a flop. <laughs> and that's sorry, so- and I'm and I'm sorry. You know that that was horrible, horrible that it part, happened. I don't want to get into it, Bert, but this is this is this kind of humor you had, this kind of dark humor that didn't fit into the uh, ABC uh, Monday Night lineup is part of the reason uh, that well, you're no longer on the air. Am I correct? Okay, okay, and so we're gonna talk. Yeah, you want to talk about Web Surf Bingo? Of course, my infamous game show from 1999. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it, Bert? Well, so we were riding the dot com wave. And uh, some people compared it to Supermarket Sweep. Some people compared it to Trainwreck, I've heard. Well, typically on this show, what we do is we talk about the gaffes that happened, like the time that Alex Trebek uh, accidentally mispronounced the word table. That was a classic episode. Oh, that was great. We all found out he was uncircumcised. We after right after he mispronounced the word table, he called it table. Uh, his belt did break, and his pants fell right around his ankles. These guys with their belts that were breaking on TV—I can't believe it happened that many the times. Lack, the lack of underwear that they were wearing beneath too is uh, quite astounding. Anyway, so your show—what they say is uh, it wasn't so much that there were gaffes in your show; it was it was more that uh, your show. Uh, was generally nonsensical, would you say? No, I wouldn't say. Uh, in fact, I disagree. I would I would say. Oh, okay. So it looks like we're disagreeing here. Interesting. Uh, I thought you were having me on to talk about the good old days of uh, hosting game shows and let me tell a few funny stories, but it seems like this is uh, what I might call gotcha journalism. I wouldn't say gotcha journalism, but we'll see how it goes. Okay there, Sarah Palin. All right. So 
let's get into it. So your show starts, you've got uh, you and three contestants, kind of your standard format, uh, three contestants standing at podiums, right? But No, they're not standing at podiums. They are standing, of course, this, like I said, we're in the dot-com era. And so our contestants were at large monitors uh, that were gateway PCs, and they were standing there. It was actually before standing desks, mind you. So you could say we were actually ahead of the curve on that. And I would say you got shooed by Gateway multiple times, right, for having those out there because you were actually sponsored by Compaq. We were sponsored by Compaq, but we used Gateways and a lot of logos for Gateway. And I said, uh, between every you know commercial break, I said, WebSurf Bingo brought to you by Gateway. And uh, Compaq did not like that, no. Now... What you guys Gateway didn't was, like it either, mind you. <laughs> no, Gateway was not. And I'll tell you why Gateway didn't like it. Because of some of the content. So you would always start you'd start the episode by playing some games, right? Because the idea was, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong there, Burt Nuts, but what would happen was they would have to play some games with the goal of trying to accumulate AOL surfing minutes to be used later. Is that correct? Yes, that's exactly right. There would be a, a series of challenges where the contestants would compete for free AOL minutes, which they would then cash in to surf the web and complete additional challenges online. Now, can we talk about some of those challenges? Because some people say that uh, they were extremely, as time turned out, very factually incorrect and in some cases dangerous. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, let's play the clip right now then of a game called Word Scramble. Okay, and you have clips. Fine. All right, welcome back to WebSurf Bingo here, brought to you, of course, as always, by Gateway. Our next game is a little something called Word Scramble, and step up to the uh, Gateway computer here. Uh, My first contestant, Mr. Joel Weston from Winslow, Arizona. Welcome, Joel. Yeah, hi, Joel Weston here from Arizona. Really excited. Fantastic. Have to say, love the wide leg khakis, my friend. Thanks, got him at Caldor. 15% 15% off. Did you now? Oh, yeah. Fascinating. Anyway, word scramble. Have you heard of this? I don't this? think I'd ever buy pants online ever. I love going into Caldor physically and parking in the parking lot and walking inside and going past all the arrow shirts. All right, Joel, that's enough. Can we I cut can his buy mic? shirts at the same place I buy can toasters. Cut his mic? Let's cut his microphone. Thank you. So, word scramble is... A game where you would look at a word that is normally spelled a certain way, and then we scramble it up, and you have to unscramble it. So, let's go. This is for 12 AOL minutes. Joel, if you can unscramble this word that is currently on the screen, you will win those 12 AOL minutes. And just just in case this uh, ever gets played as an audio-only medium, I will now say the letters that are on screen. Those letters are D U E R E I V P N. S-S-U. Here's the hint. How your children should be allowed to surf the web. Unsupervised. That's correct. Yes. Thank you, Joel. Great job. Unsupervised. You should always let your kids do whatever they want online because, of course, it is safer than the streets. Welcome back. We are. Uh, that was a clip from a 1999 episode of Webster Bingo, uh, hosted by Bert Nuts, my guest. And I have to say, Bert, that did not hold up. And I, I, I do believe you gave parents the wrong impression there of how the internet should be used. 
yeah, maybe. I got to say, though, that that was uh, that clip wasn't that bad compared to some of the other stuff I did and said. So, uh, you know, yeah, compared to this clip we're going to play right now. Gave, oh, OK, yeah, this isn't the clip. Uh, I hope you don't have the clip where I was described as comically drunk on stage. Oh, no, this is the clip of where you were described as comically drunk. Yes, it is. have that one. Oh, the archives are entirely shaved. Okay. Hey, welcome back to the uh, website, Bingo. This is, a, oh, this is a game show where we're talking about the internet. Now, there's a guest here. Stan Hartley is the contestant. Stan Lee. What's up, brother? Hi, Bert. Um, are you, uh, are you okay? Anyone ever tell you you've got a beautiful pair? I have been told I have a beautiful pair, but, um... Let's see what he's won. That's... What? I don't think I won anything. We have to... Bert, we nothing. have to start... The, the, you win Bert, nothing. Hold Bert, on, hold Bert, on. Bert, One Bert, second. Don't, don't put your hands in my pockets. Why are you putting your hands in my pockets? All right, Bert. we'll be right back. Brought to you by Gateway. Yeah, that that was the uh, one of the clips I was referring to that I was hoping you wouldn't play. That uh, that was not the clip I was thinking of. That that was that was. Uh, we actually have another clip where you are also comically drunk. Play that clip. Oh no, Bill. Did I ever tell you that like you're my best friend? Honestly, like seriously, like I feel like you understand me in a way that like my wife doesn't get, and these freaking producers don't get, and like no one gets me, but I feel like you get me. Hey, bro, like, this, we're recording right now, bro. Like, you can't just, like, talk to me. Like, bro, you gotta, like, go do your job, bro. Are we on TV right now? Is this on? Are these cameras on? I don't, this is my first time on TV, bro, but, like, I'm pretty sure, bro, we're on TV, bro. All right, did everyone ever tell you you got a great set of butt cheeks? Now, now there, Bert, I think, I... This is un- unproven, but I believe uh, after being immediately drug tested when he came off stage, uh, turned out you actually were getting high with that with that participant in the middle of the show. Uh, well, that was Bill Smith. Yes, of course. Uh, became a good friend of mine. Uh, and I stand by that he had a nice set of butt cheeks. Now, I, I, I have to bring this up because this, is, this was a turning point in the show for you there, Bert. Granted, it only lasted uh, half of one season, 13 episodes before they pulled you. This was episode four. And what happened at this point was um, this became your thing of slapping contestants' butt cheeks. Uh, okay, you you're going to bring this, that up. Okay. This became gonna, your yes. thing of yep. slapping people's butt cheeks and complimenting uh, their bodily parts. Uh, this was uh, something that you did as part of your shtick. I don't know about that. I feel like it was only that one time, probably with Bill, but, uh... Hey there, Sandy. Don't mind if I do. Squeeze, squeeze. Nice butt cheeks. Over here, we have, uh, Mark Bryars from Boise, Idaho, and I just have to say, Mark, I can't see behind you, but if I had to guess, you got a nice set of butt cheeks, my friend. Why don't you spin around for us, buddy? Okay. This is for all the marbles. Cindy Williamson from Bakersfield, California, playing for the win and a chance to win up to $500, the biggest prize ever on the show. If you can answer this question, Cindy, the money is yours. But first, I'm going to squeeze you butt cheeks. Squeeze! Okay. We do have a few more, and I'd like to play two more right now. No, please, no, not more. Bob Smith from Burlington, Vermont. Nice ass, bro. Oh, my God. 
Welcome back. I'm here with Chris Henderson, and uh, just don't, don't mind if I stand behind you real quick. Just like right behind, yeah. Yeah, just right here. Don't mind if I do. Well, what's this? Well, what we got here? Hmm. Yeah, a couple of firm butt cheeks? That can't be. It is. Firm butt cheeks. Nice job, Chris. Man, smack these things. Okay, but if you saw... And they, I, I'm, I saw. I'm, I'm not I here saw. to make. Yeah, it's. I know you did see. And you and everyone even did. created quite the. Uh, even in an audio medium, it really comes across very well how you positioned yourself behind that man and uh, pretended to uh, be surprised his butt was back there, and then continued to. Uh, how would you say? Uh, play the bongos. Well. So, in my defense, and I'm not here to necessarily... Oh, uh, no, you can't defend yourself in Make excuses. No, of yeah. course, that was wrong. But in my defense, you should have seen the khakis on this guy. I mean, if you saw them, you think you wouldn't be playing the bongos on those friggin' butt melons? <laughs> well, I, I hear you were as a, uh, a prize. You, you were trying to make suggestions about the show, and uh, you were trying to uh, say that... Uh, you should change the uniform to be a pair of assless khakis. Wide leg, assless. <laughs> Wide leg, khakis. assless khakis. As was the rage at Kaldor. Not the assless part. I I no. had to fight for that. Really, really, I did. I fought the network hard on that one, and I lost. Now, one very controversial thing came out of this show, which was uh, as part of the show, what happens is when people accumulate their AOL minutes, you would have them do challenges and see how fast that they could do things on the uh, on the internet. And uh, one of the things that uh, you did was you actually uh, built Napster uh, so that people could download music. What you did was you said, we're going to create Napster as part of the show, and we're going to have people, we're going to put music on there, we're going to build a whole peer-to-peer network, it'll be a whole gag just for the show, and people will download music as fast as they can. And one of the famous, uh, one of the famous competitions you had was having people download a Metallica album and see who could download it first on a 14-4K modem. Uh, and... A lot of people blame you, especially Lars Ulrich of Metallica, uh, for starting the entire uh, music pirating industry. I don't know that I would go that far. Um, well, you I also think- followed up with building Morpheus and LimeWire. You wouldn't stop. Yeah, don't forget to seed, guys, out there. If you're just downloading, you're not feeding into it. You got to seed as well. Do it before you go to sleep. Oh, so you're still into the peer-to-peer file sharing. Again, this is gotcha journalism. I don't subscribe to that, and I don't don't accept the gotcha journalism that you're trying to do on me. But I was just giving a little advice to my pirates out there. Go ahead and seed. If you're downloading the new Matrix movie, whatever it might be. I I don't know if they've made... Are they still making those? Matrix they, movies? They are not making the Matrix trilogy anymore. I did hear about a possible reboot for a fourth episode. Still with Keanu, uh, but no, they haven't made that since, I believe, 2003. Well, still, you could find it. I'm sure you could find it on one of my sites. So I do want to say you still are in a major lawsuit with the record labels. Many lawsuits, yes. And I yeah. I do believe in one of the depositions, they... Uh, 
they they did catch you uh, trying. Well, you know what? Let's just play the clip. You have a clip of my deposition? Your Honor, if I may, I don't think I did anything wrong at all. And I think you'll see that uh, when you hear about the evidence, all the evidence that I have uh, somewhere that I'm going to, uh, I'll get some evidence and you'll see. And uh, But Your Honor, do have to say, and I know you're sitting behind that table and you're wearing a long robe. But boy, oh boy, do you have some kind of can. You mind turning around? You mind swiveling in that chair and let me come up, up, up there? Can I come up? Do you mind if I approach the bench? I'm sorry, sir, bailiff, move, please, move. You know what, though, bailiff? Gotta say, buddy, looking pretty fine in those slacks, my man. Now, for the listeners, just to paint a picture there, uh, what I do want to say is you were not in a courtroom. Uh, at all there was not a judge or a bailiff uh, where you were was you were uh, you were actually stuck in the uh, back room of a cal door with all of the uh, what do you call them uh, mannequins, mannequins? Yes. you were there with the mannequins mm-hmm. yeah and uh, the cameras were on and they were recording and uh, you apparently were uh, high on ecstasy at the time mm-hmm. and, and guess what jokes on you that's not a real deposition. Correct, but it was used against you in a court of law by Caldor. It was used in a deposition, yes. <laughs> do you have a clip of that one? Uh, we do. Mr. Nuts, you are accused of accosting several mannequins and, let me see here, slapping their butts uh, over and over again for hours in the back of a Caldor and needing to be restrained uh, while missing your deposition uh, because you were high on ecstasy. Now, it does not count. I want to say this for the record. Because you thought you were at your deposition does not mean you actually attended your deposition. Sir, before I go to your sentencing, what do you have to say for yourself? Your Honor, I just have to say one thing. Actually, a couple things. One, is it a crime to be, you know, uh, around mannequins and and do anything I was doing? I don't know. You be the judge. In fact, you are. are, Yes, I am the judge. And I will say you will say uh, whether or not that's a crime. It is not your property and you can you cannot do that to private property. Okay. the other thing I do want to say that I, I love about mannequins is that I get older. They say the same age. All right. All right. And the third thing I want to say, your honor, is I don't know you personally, sir, and I have never seen you before this moment, right? We've never met. Is that correct? That is correct. But there are some things that I can tell from experience and from intuition, and I just have to say, you got a sweet ass, my man. Show that thing. Stand up and twirl, baby. Let me see that. Come on, I'm gonna come up. Well, I'm, excuse me. So get off. No, get, get no, off no. Me. Okay, and after that incident, you did proceed to spend three months uh, in prison in contempt, if I believe, and then you did get sentenced uh, to uh, another three years uh, because you uh, had. Um, well, I'm just going to say it. Uh, you. You had anal sex with Kaldor's uh, mannequins. No, okay. And so that was the, I was told that that would not be brought up. 
I was told by your producer that you would not bring that up. But what I actually did with the mannequins. No, I also have the uh, clip of you talking to my producer on the phone about what he would, uh, what, what, what this would be about. Oh, so let's, let's play that. All right. Here's the thing. I'll be on the show, but you got to talk about when I f- those mannequins. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I was high on ecstasy when I had that call with your producer. Right. I, you, were, I, yeah. you were high on ecstasy uh, again when you talked to my producer. And I am glad that uh, you didn't actually try to, uh, uh, you know, slap my uh, producer's butts uh, over Zoom. Uh, but anyway, I think, I think honestly, you're a depraved human being. Uh, your show did not deserve... Uh, any success and certainly not to have a documentary on it. Uh, but uh, we didn't talk. I, hey, uh, you're going to sit here and you're going to accuse me of all these things really without any evidence or without warrants at all. And I, and, and I'm actually done. I'm actually done now with a smear campaign. You're going to come up here and tell me all the things I've done. How dare you? Oh, fine. Fine. That's fine. I'll, listen, let me get up and I'll, I'll just, Turn Fine. around, and I'll stand up, and I'll turn around, and I'll start unplugging the equipment, and we'll, we'll shut this down right now. Hold That's on fine. a second, though. Hold up one moment. You got to unplug what? anything yet, Pat, my man. You didn't tell me you were packing some freaking hams in your pants, no, buddy. No, no, no. Shut it. Shut it off. Shut it off. Shut it all down. Oh my shut it all goodness. Down. This is shut it all juicy. This is, this is Pat McClure for Game Show Disasters. I'll see you next week. Pray for grab me. a handful of these juice monsters. All right. We're back. We're back. So I have to say, Rob, I usually don't listen to the uh, podcast that we play. I, you know, I have to come clean. Sometimes I walk away from the microphone and go do something else for a while. Uh, I caught most of this one. I have to say it was disgusting. I'm a little bit. I'm thinking maybe we shouldn't have played this one. Um, why? I, I, I didn't listen to it. I was. Oh, you didn't hear it. I was upstairs slapping my wife's butt. <laughs> okay. Well, well, uh, then maybe you wouldn't find it that disgusting. I don't know. But um, listen, I I can't fault the guy, Pat McClure, who's who's the host of this podcast. It might be a great podcast. Maybe just this episode was a little weird. I don't know. Uh, that tends to but, be the thing that happens, right? Is like we, we tend to it, maybe these podcasts are totally normal, but we tend always tend to pick the really weird episode. Yeah, I don't know why. That's so weird. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's weird in of itself. That we pick the weird episodes, right? That, and we consistently do that. Listen, guys, we gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah, we do. We, we have to go right now. We keep doing this for you. We have to go to sleep, Rob and I, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks when we wake up. Yeah, I'm gonna go hibernate. Yep. Uh, so on behalf of Podcast Town, my name is Chris. I'm Rob. Podcast Town. Podcast Town. Podcast Town. Podcast Town. Podcast Town. Nah, Podcast Town. 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 Pod